Hey GOTA members, welcome to our final GOTA TV episode of 2022. It doesn't seem possible, does it? Thank you to all of the GOTA members who tune in each month, and especially those GOTA members who have been willing to be interviewed on the show. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be able to keep doing these, so thank you so much for another great year. This year was a milestone and record-setting year for our association, and as you heard last episode from GOTA President Robert Anders, next year is set to be even better. Joining us first to put a bow on 2022 and look ahead to 2023 is GOTA Executive Director John Ospina. John, thank you so much for being with us today. As you look back on 2022, can you give us some of the highlights from your perspective? Sure, Steve. So last year was, was a fantastic engagement year for our members. Uh, we had a, a lot of uh, digital content that was produced and, and uh, our members were uh, really active in things like winning the war on talent. The women and guests in welding had their first roundtable webinar. Of course, our monthly consultants safety manager safety meeting is always a big hit and that's a monthly program that we have. We had our ITR economic update that we do once a year and uh, that was very well attended as well. Uh, we have great partnerships with industry uh, associations and uh, what GATA does is we negotiate with our uh, industry partners and uh, try to bring content to GATA so that our members can have content not only from us, but from other associations as well. So things like CGA's Young and Emerging Professionals, uh, AWS's Solution Selling Program that uh, we offered this year. We also work with uh, Association Executive Alliance to bring things to you like the University of Innovative Distribution. With regards to our national meetings, our SMC had record attendance. We continued to uh, produce our educational tracks this year. And if you recall, our educational tracks provide content on management, operations, sales, HR, things like that. Our annual convention also had record numbers. We introduced the Networking 360 program, which we had over 150 participants in. The women and guests in welding announced their first ever grant recipients at this event. So all in all, we had a very good year as far as uh, member engagement and content. One thing that we started this year, uh, both you and I, just to let everyone know, we're, we're doing member visits each year now to, uh, to get to see our member facilities, get to have some FaceTime with members at their location. And this is something that we will be highlighting in the magazine and on the newsletter. So this is a program I think that is very beneficial, not only for us, but also highlights many of our members that we get to visit. Obviously, 2022 had a lot of really important events and programs which will be carried over into 2023. Looking ahead, what are some of the things that you're really excited about for next year? So we have some great content coming up in 2023. We're launching uh, a new GATA Master's Business Academy, we're calling it the GATA MBA program. It's a 10-week program, four weeks of seminars and six weeks of self-paced self learning. And this is going to be launched on in February and you'll see marketing for it uh, towards the end of the year. It's a, it's a great opportunity to train your, your management team. It's again, it's self-paced. The program does come with a price, but uh, at the end of the program, if they complete it, you get 10% back of your registration fee. 
one other thing that we're doing uh, next year is, uh, of course, we're continuing the University of Innovative Distribution that's scheduled for March 13th through the 16th uh, at the Marriott in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. The consultants webinars are a monthly thing that uh, is very popular and we'll continue to do that as well. We have three regional meetings scheduled for 2023 so far. We're very excited about our national meetings. Our SMC will be in Philadelphia, uh, May 6th through the 8th. We're going to continue the education tracks at the SMC. And uh, we also have some great speakers lined up. Our annual convention next year will be in Maui, Hawaii, and that's going to be October 2nd through the 5th. We'll be back at the Grand Wailea. We'll be continuing the 360 program in Hawaii, and we also have some great speakers lined up for that as well. You know, we'll continue to bring virtual content, seminars, and new and innovative programs as they become available. So keep an eye out for those uh, during the year. Also want to say this is a great time for employees of uh, member companies to keep an eye out for other opportunities like applying for GATA scholarships, educational grants. They can continue to learn through volunteering committees. Uh, they can access webinars that have been recorded and members-only documents through our members-only site. So there's a lot of opportunities for members to pick up new information. In order to take advantage of all those great opportunities that you just mentioned, you have to be a member in good standing. We heard from Bruce last episode discussing membership renewal, and he mentioned that prices go up on January 1st. Can you give us an update on the membership renewal process? You're absolutely right, Steve. Everyone should be sending in their renewal fees as soon as possible. The, uh, the early bird rate ends on December 31st. After that, there's a 5% late fee, so I encourage everyone to pay early and get that out of the way. Do you have any last messages for GATA members before we go today? I just want to wish everybody a happy holiday and a happy new year, and I hope to see many of you face-to-face -face next year. John, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. To renew your GATA membership, visit GATA.org today or click the link in the description below. We've got a great episode lined up for you, so stick around right after a word from today's presenting sponsor, Safety Cart. Today's episode is presented by Safety Cart. Safety Cart is a manufacturer of cylinder carts, cages, pallets, truck beds, and trailers, and is based in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Everything that we make is built here in the United States and started as an outgrowth of Walker Welders in the Mississippi Delta in 1969. Today, we send our products to all 50 states and beyond. For more information, visit safetycart.com today. In the last segment, you heard John mention the GATA Master Business Academy, or GATA MBA, as something that he's excited to introduce in 2023. The GATA MBA is something that GATA is introducing in partnership with Goalmakers. Joining us next today to discuss the GATA MBA program is Jeremy Wall, co-founder and CEO of Goalmakers. Jeremy, thank you for joining us in the show today. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Uh, it's wonderful to connect here on GATA TV. Jeremy, can you explain a little bit more about what the GATA Master Business Academy program is and what it entails? So yes, and GATA Master's Business Academy, if you don't get that, there is a purposeful acronym that comes from it, an MBA. So the GATA MBA really is that. It is a synthesized version of what you would get in an MBA program. We streamline it down into 10 weeks. So it is 
fully virtual, no need to travel or be in person for this program, uh, but there are live components. So while the 10 weeks are self-paced, there are six live sessions throughout the program where you meet with your God peers, get to connect and really have an opportunity for that social learning experience around the material that we discuss in the program. On the self-paced learning, the first six weeks are focused on organizational leadership and people management skills. Uh, a lot of that is that if you weren't able to go to a leadership training program or a business school undergraduate degree, a lot of us just weren't given those skills in our own professional development. The last portion of the program, the last four weeks, is all focused on the finances. So understanding how to read the income statements, balance sheets, cash flow projections, as well as helpful tools to use every day, like break-even analysis and some tracking uh, around your financial ratios. So like we said, it is this mini MBA because it's holistic and it covers a lot of the business landscape uh, that everyone who is either in an existing leadership position or a future aspiring leader really should have in their tool belt. This year's Ghana theme was building a bridge for future leaders, so this comes at an opportune time for the association, especially as baby boomers continue to transition out and the next generation comes in. Who would you say is best suited to get the most out of this program? So really, at the end of the day, we say that this program is great from everyone from the sweeper to the CEO. Uh, if your team can understand these business fundamentals, you will significantly increase the outputs efficiency, just people understanding how to focus on the bottom line and, and focus on net profit versus the top line and revenues where everyone's eyes on the ball. But we start out in section one is what's the long term vision for our organization? Where do we want to be three to five years from now? And so. Um, while I do say it's great for everyone from the sweeper to the CEO to participate really in this first program, anyone who's in an existing management role, who has people as direct reports to them um, or, or significantly owns their own department within the organization, that's a great candidate for this. That trickles up significantly all the way from the C-suite down. So anyone who's in that position to say, here is our three to five year plan. And here's the goals that we're going to have focused on a financial goal, a customer success goal, and an employee engagement goal. It's going to help us get there. So if, if you are an existing leader uh, within the organization, this is a great program for you. But also if you're someone who's looking to take that first step and, and you know that you want to be in that leadership role and you've been with the organization for a few years, this may be the catalyst that you need to prove to your team that you've got that uh, the skills and gain some of the new skills you might not have. Most of us, that's in the financial sector to take that next step within the organization and, and be a future leader within the company. Can you tell us what the timeline for the launch of this program is and what the next step for those interested in participating are? So for us, the program is going to launch on February 1st. We really love this because it's a way to start off your year on the right foot with that professional development, but also to use this as a team alignment tool from everyone in the organization who may be going through it together to use this as a catalyst for that part of the strategic planning for the year ahead. So the program starts on February 1st. I will say uh, you have an opportunity to join the program after it started, but significantly push you to sign up before we jump in. So if you're interested, registration opened on December 1st. The program actually has an early bird window. So we suggest signing up early to take advantage of that great discount. Uh, and that will be open until January 15th. So make sure to go ahead and sign up before the end of the year if that helps your fiscal budget. Um, but also the first few weeks of the new year is always a little hectic. So we go ahead and suggest signing up uh, while that early bird window is open. The registration will stay open until February 1st. 
Is there anything else about this program that you want GAUTA members to be aware of as the registration process is open? One piece of information that we love to include is that while we think it's great for teams to go through together, um, a big piece of the program, the GAUTA MBA, is focused on implementation. Many self-paced learning programs are you watch some videos, you read some text, you get a printout, but, but there isn't a push to do anything with it. And so a focus of the GAUTA MBA, and it's been something that the GAUTA team has worked together to make sure we have, is that this is something that's going to be put into practice, not just learning for the sake of learning, but really to move your organization forward, to start to put this into momentum so that each week you're learning something new, but also putting it into the, the business, the workflows, and your own leadership style is going to grow week over week. So that 10 weeks gives you the opportunity to, to learn, and it's about two and a half hours per week of the self-paced learning with every two weeks an hour-long live session to work on this with your peers. And so it's not an overwhelming amount to go through week by week, but it is enough time where you can start to put this into practice and not just make this hypothetical uh, in terms of your professional development. Jeremy, we look forward to the launch of this program. Thank you so much for being with us today. Steve, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here with you on GAUTA TV. If anyone is interested in signing up, registration is open. Go to goalmakers.com slash GAUTA, and you'll be able to see all the information about the program. You'll also see in there uh, an opportunity to book a time with our team, and you can book a 15-minute one-on-one call to learn a little bit more about who the program's for, uh, who within your organization might be a great fit, and answer any other questions you have. So never hesitate to reach out uh, or register on that site. Uh, I look forward to connecting with everyone either before then or at the latest on February 1st. Put WealthCoa's manufacturing expertise to work for you. WealthCoa has been creating solutions in manufacturing gas-related products for over 50 years. Its team takes the time to understand your fill plant environment and design a solution that meets and often exceeds the objectives. When you choose WealthCoa, you can rest assured that you'll be investing in the most dependable, made-in-the-USA products on the market today. We're here to support you, Gauta. Get more with WealthCoa today. With this being our last show of 2022, we wanted to look back on some of the moments and interviews that made this year such a success. Again, we can't thank you enough for watching. As always, if you have ideas for future episodes of the show, or you would be willing to be interviewed for the show or the Gauta Media Podcast, please shoot me an email or give me a call using the contact information in the description below. We want to ensure that we have the most fresh content and current topics throughout the year, and the best way to do that is to talk to those people with their boots on the ground and in the trenches of the industry day in and day out. So please, don't hesitate to reach out to us today. Without further ado, here are some of the moments from our top four most watched segments of 2022. Our most watched segment from 2022 came from Gauda TV episode 34, where Phil Kornbluth discussed the helium shortage. That episode aired on June 15th, 2022. Phil, the industry is now facing what's being referred to as helium shortage 4.0. Can you explain what's causing that shortage and how the industry has had to adapt? Yes, sure, Steve. Uh, you know, there's really about five different factors that have contributed to this shortage. There wasn't supposed to be a shortage uh, in 2022 because a large source uh, in uh, Russia that Gazprom uh, was supposed to start up uh, late last year started up briefly and then they uh, experienced a, a fire in October and then they had an explosion and fire in early January. And as a result of those two incidents, it doesn't look like there's going to be any production from that source this year. And that source was really going to uh, 
bring a, a, a large chunk of new supply into the market. And folks expected the uh, helium market to have plentiful supply this year. But uh, besides that, the, the the new supply that didn't come in, we've had a number of things that have uh, taken supply out of the market. The most significant of those is that the uh, Bureau of Land Management's crude helium enrichment unit has been down since mid-January, and that's taken at least um, uh, 10% of uh, global supply out of the market. So that's been a pretty big factor. And that plant uh, is just restarting now. So it's been a fairly you know, lengthy uh, outage. In addition to that, a couple of large plants in, in uh, Qatar, helium-1 and helium-2 is what they're called, uh, both uh, took planned maintenance outages in February and March, and they removed a significant amount of supply from the market uh, in those months. So uh, those are, uh, you know, a couple of the big factors, or a few of the big factors. In addition, there has been a little bit of an impact from the war in Ukraine, not a huge one, but a little. There's uh, production in Algeria has been reduced somewhat uh, because uh, natural gas that would normally flow to the uh, LNG plants uh, where helium is extracted went instead was diverted to the undersea pipelines to Europe and helium is not extracted from the gas flowing through those pipelines. So that is uh, an impact of the war, but not a huge one. And then uh, last but uh, last and least, about a month ago, there was a fire at a gas processing plant located in Haven, Kansas, that took about 50 million feet out of the market. So not a huge amount, but uh, you know, on top of a, a shorted situation, it was significant. So those are the main, main drivers of the shortage. Our second most watched segment of 2022 came just recently in our convention recap episode, which aired on October 15th. At the convention, Allison Earlbeck was named to the executive committee of the GATA Board of Directors. Have you thought at all about what you want your theme to be or what you really want to get out of your time on the executive committee and ultimately your time as president? Yeah, absolutely. So a big focus for us. So we're we're very heavily involved in welder training. And so because of that, I have a very, very um, strong passion for recruiting people into skilled trades. Um, there is a huge mismatch between the amount of people that have, you know, sought, uh, you know, four-year college degrees and the debt that's associated with that in comparison with the vacancies that we have in skilled trades. So um, I would really like to provide a focus on recruiting people to our industry, both on the, uh, you know, the, the, the skilled trade level, but also to serve in our industry as well. So hopefully I would like to use the platform in order to introduce people to our industry so we can try to get some, you know, new perspectives in, um, have, you know, some, some new employee prospects and other people that are as passionate about the industry as most people are. Our third most watched segment was in our mergers and acquisitions episode, which aired on April 1st. Rob D'Alessandro discussed the process of a Gauda distributor joining the Meritus family. Since Meritus launched, you've partnered with six companies to date. Can you describe the process of a company joining your federation? You know, good, good question, Stephen. Yes, we were we were pretty active last year. We're pretty you know excited about uh, the companies that we we brought into the federation. But uh, our structure uh, and model is a little unique to private equity. So first, Meredith, uh, the holding company, you know, sits on top of these operating companies. So AEA Investors, our sponsor, is an owner of Meritus, as are Scott Caltwriter, our chairman, and me, as well as all the, uh, many of the uh, principal owners of the businesses uh, that partnered with us. Um, so Meritus is what 
inter interacts with our uh, member member companies and our PE sponsor is essentially behind the scenes, right? I mean, essential, obviously, to our go forward strategy. But but we interact with our with our partners in you know in the field, if you will. Our model is a what we call a federation model. So we are assembling a collection of high performing uh, businesses, uh, and we we want to allow them to continue to operate independently, preserving you know their culture and brand. We're here to support them, and we will with expertise and and, and capital. But our pledge to them is really to stay out of their way. Let them do what they have done historically to be successful and not get in their way. So to answer your question, nothing changes, uh, you know, per se. These businesses or these owners are allowed to roll over, that's the term, to invest alongside of us uh, some of their proceeds of, 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 the, of the transaction. And their goal is to, is, and our goal is to grow this into a uh, much larger national footprinted business. Uh, it, it, it's a cool model for, for a select you know, group of owners uh, of distributors. It's not everybody's uh, uh, cup of tea. As I say to prospective partners, you have to be as excited about our uh, strategy and model as we are about, about you, because we're asking them to uh, be investors, be partners with us, and stay in for the long term, right? And so it's if you're an owner who just wants to leave and go away, this model isn't necessarily, you know, for you. To answer the second half of your question about time, a, a transaction with us is is consistent with a transaction to any other uh, acquirer. Uh, it's a ninety to one hundred day, uh, one hundred and twenty day process. It's really largely dependent on due diligence, which is largely a function of how prepared a seller is. So if a seller's ready to go, uh, it's a 90 to 120 day, day process. Finally, our fourth most watched segment was in our Next Generation Leaders episode, which aired on February 1st. Josh Hahn discussed the transition process of becoming co-president of Hahn Welding Supply. Josh, you and your brother Eric were named co-presidents of Hahn in November of 2021. Can you take us inside that transition process? Uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a number of years in the making. I believe we started in 2019 discussing you know, what our transition plan would be. You know, we have, there's three of us, uh, myself, my brother, Eric, and my brother, Kyle. So we, we talked about you know, what our roles could be, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, what we like to do. Um, and and we, we had some help along the way. Um, we talked to our accountant, we talked to our attorney, and we've hired a consultant who's uh, still working with us, um, just getting our, helping us get our systems in place, um, helping us to um, you know, kind of refine our roles and give us ways that we can uh, communicate with each other, stay on the same page about what we're doing, um, be able to bounce ideas off of each other without you know, taking too much away from the other person. So, so lucky for us, uh, Eric and I have, uh, we think, uh, complementary skill sets, and we like working in different areas of the business. So, uh, we each kind of have part of the company that we're responsible for, and uh, and also through all this, uh, my brother Kyle has transitioned from being our service manager, and he's now in a sales role where he's he's really thriving. 
thank you to Phil, Allison, Rob, and Josh for your insightful interviews this year. We appreciate your time and your insights. The packaged gas and welding supply industry needs a comprehensive software tool to track assets and effectively manage price volatility, procurement challenges, and new regulatory requirements. Datacore ERP does all of this and more. Our software helps gas distributors refine shipping and inventory processes, improve production and distribution models, track assets, and achieve long and short-range planning with greater accuracy. Start using data to grow your business. Enhance your productivity and enable success with Datacore. Today's member news segment is brought to you by Anthony Welded Products. With carts, cradles, cages, and pallets, Anthony has a model for every purpose. We begin today with some sad news as we have four deaths to report. Sam Wilson, former owner of Wilson Oxygen and NWSA president in 1982, passed away at the age of 91. Jim Selinski, industry veteran and most recently sales manager at Weldship Corporation, passed away at the age of 70. Nick Provenzano, senior salesman at Advanced Welding Supply Company, passed away at the age of 75. And finally, Buckeye Welding Supply Company announced that Johnny Anthony Vigil had passed away at the age of 51. Our condolences go out to the friends and family of Sam, Jim, Nick, and Johnny. We are truly sorry for your loss. In happier news, Jim Earlback was honored as the Bob Jackson Memorial Award winner at the IWDC's November 2nd through 4th Owners Meeting in Park City, Utah. Also at the IWDC Owners Meeting, Jenny McCall was named IWDC's Chairman of the Board. Congratulations to Jim and Jenny. Benton's Welding Supply was named the 2022 Breakout Business of the Year by the Eatonton Putnam Chamber of Commerce. Barnes Welding Supply hosted an open house for its new Fresno Superstore. OPW Clean Energy Solution unveiled its new corporate brand and logo. Thunderbird announced a major rebranding of its Metal Impact business. Metal Impact will now go to market as two distinct brands. Thunderbird Metals for its contract manufacturing business and Thunderbird Cylinders for its compressed cylinder gas. Ratterman Manufacturing will host its third Women's Roundtable event on February 15th and 16th at its Livermore, California Solution Center and Studios. Control Devices appointed Jim Norris as its president and CEO. The company also announced Dan Lammers as its vice president of engineering and operations. Exacore Filler Metals announced that it is moving and expanding its U.S. operations and warehouse in the Buffalo, New York area. The move will be finished by January 1st and will double the company's warehouse space. Gas Equipment Company is moving its corporate office and Dallas warehouse. Aox Welding Supply owners the Elliott family were honored as the 2022 Boyd Hopkins Sr. Excellence in Family Business Award by the Prairie Family Business Association. Gas and Supply hosted a grand opening and open house at its new KC, South Carolina location. Cryogenic Technology Resources announced the promotion of Josh Starnes to Transportation Department Manager and Christian Diaz to Bulk Tank Rehabilitation Production Manager. Ned Lane was named as a CEO to watch by Family Business Magazine. To learn more about any of these member news items or to submit member news of your own, read the full December 15th Gauta Connection in your email inbox today or by clicking the link in the description below. Gauta Media is the go-to resource for news and information about the gases and welding industry. Through our wide variety of publication platforms, Gauta Media keeps our members up to date on all of the most breaking news, emerging trends, and member events in the industry. Want to get your company's message seen? We have a quarterly print publication, a twice-monthly newsletter, an online buyer's guide, and a twice-monthly news show. If it's happening at Gas and Welding, it's happening on Gauta Media. 
Want to learn more? Contact your Gauta Media representative today. Before we go, I just wanted to remind viewers that our first quarter issue of Welding Gases Today is our forecast issue. Thank you to those Gauta members who have already participated in the survey. I encourage all GAUTA members to take the quick survey in the description below to help forecast what the industry will look like in 2023. As we close out our last episode of 2022, I just want to take one last opportunity to thank GAUTA members for making this such a successful year for both GAUTA and GAUTA Media. On behalf of everyone here at GAUTA TV, we want to wish you all happy holidays and a happy new year. We'll see you in 2023.